Hey, everybody. Welcome into the show. It is the 22nd of August, 2020, the year that's never going to fucking end. And I, there, we're all on camera now. And I've, I'm on this little sliver of camera over here on this side because I haven't fixed the laptop. Which, funny story about the laptop. It's been a fun week for technology for me, let me tell you what, right now. Um, made the switch over from Mac over to PC, so it's uh, it's been A, a learning curve. B, a whole lot of searching forums to get shit to work because mm-hmm. this came this came with just a blank OS install. And so yeah. to get all the RGB shit to work, I had to figure that out. To, uh, to download certain drivers for this. I had to make sure everything was current. I had to flash my BIOS. I had to do, It's like you somebody built this for me and I, they just said, okay, here you go. And I'm like, great. I could have done that myself. Thanks. You know? <laughs> no, but yeah, for real a, though, Zydax is a... Zydax is a good company. They hooked me up. They gave me a oh, nice good deal. You did. Oh, okay. Yeah, Colt. Uh, I, I don't want to say how much I spent on it, but the uh, the guy that I knew in management there, he saved me about mm-hmm. 10% on it. Plus, I got like, since I spent so much fucking money on it, he, it, it came with the mouse, keyboard, and a headset that is just obnoxious. I like, whoa. <laughs> oh, and it has all the lights what and is- shit on it, too. So, I'm, it's Asus Republic of Gamers, whatever it is. Yeah, but that's a that's a that's, that's a, a good, good headset. Yeah, but man. But like you have it on. That as a bonus. <laughs> Look at this fucking thing. Hey. <laughs> and you can have the lights going on over here. So whenever I get that Twitch channel going, boy, howdy, let me tell you, I'm going to be obnoxious. <laughs> <laughs> let me guess. It flashes different colors. Oh, it says it's unlisted right now. Let me go ahead and change that right quick because I want more people to come and find this thing. Let me. We do. <sighs> yeah. I mean, people oh. that are here, I'm glad that they're here, oh, but yeah. I wanted to make sure we get more of All them. All I so. did was just cut and paste the URL like I always do. <laughs> uh, let me see. It says it's, it says it's private. No, it's not private. Hang on. Where Where's my life? I tried show? cutting and pasting the URL and I ended yeah. up with the one from last month. Ooh, oh, oh, I forgot oh. to change that. I'm sorry. <laughs> it does that sometimes. Put that onto the uh, the checklist of shit that I forget to do once in a while. <laughs> yeah, we'll pop bongo you on that. <laughs> <sighs> let me see. Let me update it. Details. And then it's unlisted. Now it is public. Thank you, everybody, for reminding me on that one. So let me save that. And then I'll hit the Twitter button that says, hey, we're, re- we're live right now. So more people will pay attention to us. So let's go ahead and... <sighs> Hi, everybody. <laughs> what a week. Hello. <laughs> so anyway, technology. Shit. Um, laptop that's been with me for years and years and years. It was a gaming laptop for a long time. And there really is truth in future-proofing yourself by getting like good graphics cards and all this other stuff that you can get. Mm-hmm. And except there are parts of a laptop that tend to age worse than the other hardware. Yeah, and that would be just- the battery that's in it. Yeah, that's just that's just going to come with the territory. <laughs> and so the the battery that I had in there, uh, original the original battery I had in there, it has been replaced for probably about a year now, and I had to replace it because the motherfucker swelled up, like, oh yeah. So nice and flat, thin little battery, and then it swelled up like this much to the point where the casing was bulging <laughs> around it. Mm-hmm. And that's when I decided I need I needed to get this thing out of the house, but it was too late for me to do anything with it. So I took it outside and put it into the fire pit, and I put sand all over the top of it just in case it started to catch fire. You know, because <laughs> holy you never Ohio know. yeah, they can they can they can do that. They yes. can combust at any moment. Yeah. So uh, last last night I was working on everything, getting everything set up, and I noticed 
huh, has the keyboard always been that bulged up? And I was like, did I just never notice it? Cause I never lifted it and looked at it from the side. And sure enough, I took all the shit out and it's another fucking battery that swelled up on me. Oh God man, you were zero for two on the live. <laughs> well, the, the good thing is, uh, that's, what's doing the live stream right now is that, um, it, it works just fine with a power cable and it only got maybe 40 minutes of battery life anyway, because it has a NVIDIA, a six gig video card in it. And so whenever that would kick on for playing anything, you're just, your performance would just, you know, everything would yeah. just suck. Yeah. And so, mm-hmm. and it doesn't hurt that my kids have been playing Minecraft on it with like realistic texture packs and everything. So mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, and the fucker's been getting pretty hot the last couple of weeks. And so I, uh, I'm pretty sure that it's, it's self-inflicted, but what a day it was, it was a hell of a fucking day because getting the hardware and everything set up was fun i always like putting together puzzles like that today was cable management that was another fun thing to do let me tell you right now mm-hmm. got like seven usb devices going into this i didn't realize i had that many going seven. on keyboard mouse the camera uh another let's see my stream deck the the uh, mixer right here and then i might be missing one or two and i I'm not seeing it in front of me right now, but yeah, I've got a lot of shit hooked up to this computer and it still is at 3%. So I'm, I'm happy for that. <laughs> yeah. It keeps, it, it seems to be optimizing Please, as we go along. 4%, man. Now it's dropped. Yeah. And it's, uh, I have the lights set up on it to show me what the CPU temperature is and blue means it's around 40 degrees centigrade in there. So I could touch the CPU and not get burned. So <laughs> fantastic machine fan fucking tastic and i can't believe it so (laughs) (sighs) let's see yeah bob yeah i did i really did get a beast to the point where i was actually thinking about downloading final fantasy 14 (laughs) because square doesn't know how to optimize shit when it comes to to stuff they uh let's go ahead and put a 4k texture on a treasure chest that's really tiny (laughs) they don't they don't care they don't know everybody they don't don't care about low end if you you want to experience it you've got to you got to upgrade. All, yeah, I mean, anymore, it's just it's just get the product out. And then mm-hmm. the, the coding is all outside the U.S. now anyway. So. It, it is. So, yeah. um, hi, welcome, a everybody. A lot yeah. of copy and pasting code. <laughs> That's what I'm seeing a lot of these days is that it's just like somebody yeah. else has an idea. Someone else just takes the source code and like, hey, I had this idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's like I made this. Of, it's it's like the folks who were running like the World Computer Chess Championship, and they've gotten a big fight because they said they the different players were alleging that they were plagiarizing their their code. That figures. <laughs> uh, let's see. Glenn Alba says, "I swear, Joe might as well be an official member at this point." So, <laughs> I'm no, I'm just a Rosicrucian there. Uh, wait a second, that's Glenn. Hi, Glenn. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just a token Rosicrucian here. Yeah, to answer the uh, the people in the chat, yes, it is an AMD. I got a Ryzen 9 3950X is the exact chipset if you want to know it. But Ooh, it's a good one. That's that's a good chip, man. I'm I'm glad I it's, spent it's twice twice as yeah. much as the others, the the one right below it, because mm-hmm. uh that would have been fine, but I, I feel like I'm gonna be okay with this one for quite a while. So yeah. <sighs> Yeah, when you're when you're when you're pricing and when you're parting out a, a, a computer bill, uh, you don't you don't go low for for that kind of stuff. No, you go high on CPU and high on video card. Yeah, yeah. I mean, although 
Depends on depends on what your motherboard is. You can probably get by. And so far, with that's onboard with onboard graphics for a while. That's that seems to be the only thing about this build I don't quite love so much is the MSI motherboard because they're a little bit proprietary mm-hmm. when it comes to sharing how they communicate with other things in it. But it has it's got a fuck. I got a I got a two terabyte NVMe M2 drive on this thing, so it's. It's a little chipset thing that you plug directly into the motherboard. Oh, and man. so it's and PCI uh, PCI four is like one gig a second transfer rate through the board. So smooth. <laughs> so it's goddamn quick, man. <laughs> yeah, I've still got a slot on my motherboard for one of those. I just haven't Yeah, they're the same price as SSDs <laughs> now, which is the great thing. But uh Yeah, they're still pricey. I, I'm just realizing that I've I've kept myself in a walled garden with Apple when it comes to <laughs> hardware for a little bit too long for what I paid for it. So that's what I've been saying. I know. Shut up. I don't want to hear. I already caught shit from Jen about it. She messaged me out of the blue when I was talking about it, and she's just like, "I fucking told you. I told you." <laughs> she's like, "Now get a get a Android phone," and I'm like, "No, <laughs> nope. That is a bridge I will not cross. I have actually tried that in before. <laughs> it's fine." They're, oh, they're, they're, those Android and Apple phones are comparable enough. They're yeah, what's the same really getting to me is that like uh, the only thing that Apple has over Android is that um, they the the software development. Yeah, is that everything's written in their proprietary code on Apple. Meanwhile, everybody seems to be using still Java on Android. For the most part, and a lot of that is uh, Java is an old language. It's getting pretty up there in age, and um, people don't want to hear about this shit. Sorry, we're going to move on and talk about some other stuff. So, no, I'm, hey, I'm glad you didn't talk about Flash, which is supposedly being phased out this year. Oh, poor Flash! Flash the movie or the TV series? No, no, no! Flash the Flash. The software. software. Oh, oh! Come on, we were talking about software. <laughs> no, no, but like I, the today was the DC day, and so I was just the, oh. the fan day for DC. So I thought mm-hmm. maybe you heard something I didn't. So, um, yeah, Flash has been pretty good. Uh, I don't, I haven't had it installed on a computer for a while, so I don't, uh, I don't really miss not, it. There's not that much that still uses it. Yeah, well, but I, I mean, there's used some, to love there's doing some, animation with it. Oh, Flash animations back in the day were. Just the best thing. Yeah, back with Icebox. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, oh, Ice. That's 20 years ago. Mr. Wong. Oh, <laughs> yeah, no, nobody needs to hear that, Joe. <laughs> that, that was, that was still, that's, nobody needs to hear how long ago that was. <laughs> Why you gotta make us feel old? Why you gotta call us out like that? Oh, we have Jen joining us here. No, that's not Jen. <laughs> it sounds just like her, though. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, okay, let's see. What do we have to talk about? Uh, the Trump family is, well, I mean, it already was kind of falling apart, but there's that news item that came out about uh, Mary oh, Trump recording 15, no, it wasn't 15 minutes. It was like four or eight hours of audio. Yeah. Talking yep. to her aunt, the the yep. judge that had to step down. <laughs> the Washington oh, Post God. has all yeah. of the tapes, along with the Lincoln Project, has gotten the tapes too, and they've already cut a couple ends. 
Oh, so I'm, much shit. I'm wary of the Lincoln Project. I'm glad that they're going after uh, Trump, but at the same time, I feel like it's catnip for liberals. You know, you know <laughs> it, oh, it, absolutely, it absolutely is right now. But, yeah, but yeah, the kind of ads that they're doing this year are the kind that the, the fucking DNC need to be doing four fucking years ago. No, hey, Christ. this is what Democrats for Nixon did in 1972 against McGovern. I mean, they, they were the ones that did the hatchet job. I get it, but at the same time, it's like George Conway is uh, is part of that group, and so I, I think know. I think him and Kellyanne are just fleecing, playing both sides of the field just to make themselves rich. Well, we'll find out. I got a feeling that on January twenty first, George is going to be filing divorce papers. <laughs> we'll see. We'll find out. Man, could you know. imagine? Could you imagine if you are George Conway? Can you imagine if it's if you were George Conway and you were married to Kellyanne? I mean, how many bong hits would you be doing a day just to get through the day? I mean, come on. You'd be emptying that bong on the hour every hour. I still like this Saturday Night Live um, skit they did with Kellyanne Conway where it's just she was playing Pennywise trying to get people to come down to the sewer. I'll give you a quote. I got a quote. You want a quote? <laughs> then she'd snap into character. <laughs> oh, that was so good. But that was like... That was the beginning of the fucking Trump era, and everybody's like, mm -hmm. what is this? How are we to fight with this whole thing? And now we're 70-something days away. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And there was the, yeah, the good old days where it was just, wow, this is a, this is, this is a horrible... This is a train wreck. A horrible joke. It's just a horrible <laughs> joke. Let's all make fun. Not, any, not anymore. Not anymore. Not anymore. After he loses, how long do you think Melania hang around? Oh, she's going to divorce him the day after. Probably. I'm sure the I'm pretty know. sure the papers are already in. Oh you ever, you ever see the last one where you find to hold her hand again and he's mm -hmm. going, No, oh, no, no, get away. I'm, Would you want to sure hold there's... his hand? Hang on, hang oh, on. But the problem with that is that Trump again showing how much of a narcissist he is, because she was wearing heels and that was a really fucking tight, like tight stair ramp going up on mm -hmm. that whole thing. You shouldn't expect him to hold your hand the whole time. She's too busy not trying to fall, you know. Well, she's holding. She she was already holding something. She had a purse in her hand. What is she supposed to do? Her hand is full, <laughs> and she's holding under a railing. And it, so. it, it, it's obvious she don't want to touch him in any way whatsoever. Uh, can you blame her? Yeah, no, like any, no. any more than she is contractually obligated to. Yeah. His hands weren't big enough for her to hold. <laughs> yeah, well, after what she did to the Rose Garden, have you taken a look at it? Oh, yeah. Did you take a look at a shot of the Rose Garden from the air? And you could see KKK on the side spelled out in the No, I didn't see that. Yes. <laughs> if you look, they did a they did a shot overhead and you can mm -hmm. see KKK in the edges. Yeah. You sure, you sure that's not doctored uh no, it's, it's no, it's it's not it's not doctored. It's just it's just pattern recognition. The the hedges and you have two rows of hedges, and then go hedges going in diagonals. So yeah, it, it's but it's pareidolia. Somebody didn't <laughs> yeah. think about it. That's all. But what, what was killing? But yeah, but what was killing me is what I was talking to X before we came on. Q is the Q folks are now saying that the reason. That Melania dropped down, <laughs> took out the crab apple trees that Jackie Kennedy planted. It's because she sent a signal that 
to the Q folks that JFK Jr. is going to appear at the Republican convention. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait. And right, then, up with, right, right up there with Ted and, and Diamond and Silk, right? Oh, I hope so. I hope wait, so. Is but, it, I, but I hope it's I hope it's a total weekend at Bernie's moment. Wait, is JFK Jr. still alive? I thought he was no, dead. No, no, he's been no, dead. No, no, he's, he's, that's he's what I thought. I was very concerned. I thought not he was dead. But not accused of Q. Q says he faked his death. Yes, he faked his death. Yeah, I saw I saw that movie with uh, Treat Williams in it. What was the name of that one? Is not Treat Williams. Who am I thinking of? Is the uh, God damn it? I, I keep thinking of Imhotep. What was that? Bubba Hotep. Oh, I love Bubba which, Hotep. Where JFK is the old black guy in the, <laughs> in the old folks' home? JFK and Elvis. <laughs> Have you guys seen Clone High's version of JFK? No, no, I, oh I've not God. paid attention to Clone High at all. Thankfully, you need uh, to watch their interpretation of JFK. Nothing ever happened. Nothing ever bad happens to the Kennedys. As he flips over in his car. But I'm trying it's to like, th- think it's of this movie. It's, it's not... It, I know the subtitle for the movie is The Journey Begins, but it was supposed to be like a Kung Fu series. It's the movie where the, the dude is learning how to do martial arts and he's like running on the beach to the point where he's not having footprints on the sand. Someone, Remo Williams, I got it. There we go. Remo oh, Williams. Yeah. That's the one with um, Joel Gray. Patrick Duffy, I think. No, it's not Patrick Duffy. It's, Duffy? Uh, it's the guy who was Gus Grissom in The Right Stuff. I oh. can't remember his name. Fred Ward. Fred Ward. <laughs> and Joel and, Gray. And Wilford Brimley. <laughs> yes, Wilford Brimley was the control. That's a, <sighs> that's, a, that's a hell of a callback there. Yeah, I don't know why that one popped into my fucking head. I just <laughs> My dad loved that movie. Oh, it's terrible because you had I, Joel Gray playing an Asian guy. Yes. Are you telling me you can't get a fucking Asian person to play the old Kung Fu man? Oh, wait, it was the 80s in Hollywood. Yes. Yeah, it was the, the 80s, 80s in Hollywood. They, they wouldn't. They would have gotten Ricardo Monobon to do it. They even had white guy to do an Indian. Someone said emo emo Phillips. The adventure begins. Oh, yeah, there we go. I'd pay. I'd see that. Oh, I'm seeing him alive, man. Yeah, they only they only cast Asian characters in the '80s as like horrible stereotypes. Well, big big trouble in Little China. Does that ring a bell? Hey, oh, David yeah. Lopin was a, I forget the character, the actor's name, but he's been in fucking everything. He was in Blade Runner. Um, he's one of those guys that really needs to have more more fame. Uh, James Hong. Yeah. yeah, James Hong was like in about 400 movies. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's been in everything. <laughs> yeah, 400 movies over 60 years. And, and you know, the really working. fucked up thing is like when he came here for uh, Salt Lake Fan X, he was the cheapest autograph and the cheapest meet and greet. Yeah. And he's re- a really nice guy. Yeah. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely loves everybody. Well, he's probably just happy that somebody remembers his name, and I, I didn't, so I feel bad about that. So, <laughs> <laughs> but just Google him; you'd be like, "Oh yeah, that guy." And he's also been just about every, every Asian father, uncle, grandfather on any kind of cartoon you've ever watched. Just that was Eric Baza. <laughs> mm-hmm. <sighs> That's another movie I haven't seen in a long time. It's Big Trouble in Little China has it held up. No, <laughs> I, I would, I would almost guarantee you, no, it has not. 
No, but the thing has, man. I'm still. Oh yeah, I rewatched that a couple of months ago, and I was like, oh, I, man. I hadn't seen it since I was a little kid, and it terrified me. Mm-hmm. I went back and it's watched it, and it still fucking terrified me. Yeah, but it was still, man. <laughs> but it's more heady because you start thinking about it near the end, where he's sitting there mm-hmm. with um, uh, Keith David. Yeah, and like he hands him the bottle, and we know it's supposed to be a Molotov cocktail, and Keith David just drinks it, and so he's just like. Yep, you're the fucking changeling. <laughs> <laughs> but is he? You know, that's the question. Was that yeah. whiskey or was that the Molotov cocktail? What was it? What was in there? You know, <laughs> a good fucking movie. John Carpenter's a fucking brilliant man. I love how he's done things like on a shoestring budget forever and a day. Did you ever see his first movie? I'm trying to remember the name of it. And it, it was, um, oh man, what was Carpenter's first movie? Let me check. I'll go get it real quick. Dark Star. Oh, yeah. And it was incredible. The, the way he designed the, the um, spaceship. And you could see it looks like an ice cube tray. And it looks like all these kitchen appliances that he, he, retconned, he retconned into looking like um, ship instruments. I don't think I've ever actually sat through that one. I'll have to, I'll have to watch oh, that one. Oh, yeah, that's the, that's, the, that's the first movie that he did. And it was a student film, too. Yeah, there's absolutely nobody in the cast that I recognize except uh-uh. uh, John Carpenter's voice. And you have Nick Castle played the alien in it. So he was uh, Michael Myers in Halloween also. And... He was in The Boy Who Could Fly? <laughs> he, oh, he directed The yeah, Boy Who yeah. Could Fly. Wow. Dennis the Menace and Major Pain. Oh, God. Don't go back and watch Major Pain. Don't. No, no. <laughs> well, I mean, it's not that bad, but, I mean, it doesn't hold up. <laughs> Don't you be your pants. The little engine that could, though. The true chugga, story. Chugga, 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 chugga. <laughs> two, two. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <sighs> oh god that was a terrible movie <laughs> looking back so at it no, really if, you that, I said, if, you, if you think that was a bad Damon Wayans movie there hasn't been mm. a good one no no blank man no. blank man blank man <laughs> oh god blank man is a cinematic feat you shut you shut your whore mouth there Joe <laughs> that's a good movie I don't care what anybody says because David Allen Greer plays a great straight man yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to remember there was another oh god I, now I'm on the Google hold because I'm trying to remember the name of the movie yeah, I've watched a lot of HBO and Cinemax and Showtime growing up so it's just like if there was nothing else to do I would just put on a movie that I've probably never seen before and so I ended up watching a whole bunch of shit that nobody's ever seen before hence why I brought up Emo Williams because that was fucking ages ago and only a handful of people remember that stupid movie. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm, I put that in the same basket as The Experts with John Travolta, directed by Dave Thomas. That's another... Oh! The hamburger guy? No! That's what I thought. <laughs> the ex... No, it's the... Kids in the Hall guy. No. Oh, okay. Um, no, it's Dave Thomas from SCTV directed it. Oh, that Dave Thomas. Okay. Uh, Dave, not definitely when I say Dave Thomas, people are thinking Wendy's. <laughs> I mean, that's who I thought of. <laughs> well, I, mean, I make a good hamburger. Just 
That's what you get for having a generic ass name. <laughs> yeah. Come to find out something. Yeah. And I don't want to go too much into detail about it, but uh, yeah, yeah, no need to go into detail about it. But there was a Twitter spat that happened earlier having... this week. And the person that did this thing to this person that's somewhat of a celebrity in our eyes, um, they blasted the name out there and it was my name. And I was just like, what the fuck's going on? Felicia sends me a message. She's like, what the fuck What'd did you, you do? do? <laughs> Uh, I wish I could give people more details because it was really fun. It was a good inside joke, and we're just like, the worst thing is we can't use this. <laughs> Whereas I have never met anyone in real life with my name, just my first name. I've had several. I know. I know other Anwins exist. In fact, I have spoken online to another Anwin Davis, but not face to face. Well, well, I mean. I mean, at least at least none of you guys have names that are the that are a, a punchline essentially now. No, my surname is um, the same as Tyler Perry's, so I always have to reiterate: yes, it's spelled Perry, but not Tyler Perry. No relation. The Aristocat or Kratz, That's what. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, I've never I've met anyone when I was in college. Go ahead, Joe. No, when I was in college, I ran into a guy by the name of. Roy lettuce, and there was a John Tomato. We used to joke about doing a law firm, bacon, lettuce, and tomato. There was also a Larry Eggs, but he spelled his name A-Y-G-G-E-S. Oh, yeah, the name can't be Bacon and Eggs. No. Don't pretty it up there, boy. Your name is Eggs. There was one person I knew whose surname was Loudermilk. I knew a yes. Cundick, which was a pretty uh, tough one. I was just like, mm-hmm. wow. You're one letter off. He's like, fucking don't say anything. <laughs> I, know. I know. College that was a nursing student with the last name Slaughter. Yep. It's S Laughter. Damn it. That's not mm-hmm. my name. It's my name is Ryan S Laughter. That's what. <laughs> <laughs> I've met a hairdresser called, hairdresser called Diana Cuts, and she hated people calling her Die. But die cuts as a hairdresser. What a brilliant name! How do you how do you not use that? You know, you were born to that role. <laughs> was she any good? well married into it? But yeah, okay. <laughs> but you die in. It cuts. would be it would be it would be fantastic if that was your name and that's the career you went into and you were terrible. That would suck. <laughs> That'd be like Ryan Goodick, and you just couldn't do anything Terrible. with that thing at yeah. all. You're just bad. It's like bed. Ryan Creamer on the hub. <laughs> <laughs> He's the most wholesome person there. It's like your name's Joe Satan, and you're the best Christian in the world. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh God, it could be worse. You could be Ben Shapiro. <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> good old. Did you, did you see him kick himself in the you know where? Yeah, him and although, his wife. Although, uh, it, it can't be confirmed whether or not that was real. Uh, Which one? I, it, it sounds it sounds like him. So are you talking about the regardless of how many people have been laughing uh-huh. at me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So well, he, it was his own fault. He either he either, sure t- he either either tweeted it and then deleted it, or somebody is really good at imitating his his uh, his patterns. Now, who, it's his, his, his sister. Is his sister trying to be like this, um, like an Instagram influencer? I think yes. is what I saw. And people are asking her for feet pics. <laughs> well, she, I did mean, the, she knew what she was doing. She did the pose and everything. Now she's getting mad because everybody's asking her for feet pics. 
<laughs> just be glad anybody pays attention to you at all. I mean, we've we've had the same subscriber count for like the last <laughs> three yeah, months. Come on, come on, man. <laughs> I mean, that what, what was that? Aaron Paul gets twenty million, and X is stuck at seventy five hundred. Come on, guys. <sighs> <sighs> Nothing we Shapiro's can do. Shapiro's sister. I managed to sit halfway through one of her clips, and she really is Ben Shapiro crossed with girl defined. She's basically Ben Shapiro with that face app filter. Uh, girl defined. Uh, I know, I've had some people say we should start doing more stuff by her and I, or or by them. I should say we've Please we've done do a not. couple of things, but I I really yeah, well we would, but you know that's that's really Mr. Atheist is all over that. He that's does kinda... that in um, Lauren Lori what's Lori Watson? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he does a lot of those. Then um what's his name? Uh Nakasuchi does a bunch of those as well. But mm-hmm. I haven't talked to him in a long time. But Logic yeah. does a lot of Theophilus, and that's also very comical as well. Yeah, and you know, while we don't have a big problem with, you know, just going over ground that's already been trodden upon. Yeah, we have no qualms we about that at all. <laughs> you guys are good with Matt Powell. <laughs> Matt Powell and Ken Ham are, are the are two bread and butter things that we do. And Jim Baker. <laughs> oh, he. Well, I think we have one from him this week. I'll have to see in the notes. I can't remember, but now poor, poor, poor Jim still has some that stroke. Tabby's going to act like nothing's the problem now. <laughs> it's like mm-hmm. nothing's the problem now. I just took that silver solution, and now my skin's all blue. Most people I've seen that have lived through strokes have lasting issues, at least for a good while. I mean, it could have been a mild one, but still. Mm-hmm. Girl defined view based videos would probably get some extra views, but but it sucks, man. Yeah, <laughs> you, know who I, I don't know. you guys maybe should can, do maybe um, we can, maybe we K can Nash one or two. Man. I don't know. Do K Nash? K Nash? Kevin? Yeah, Nash? seven he- Miss Seven Head herself. Oh, she has a seven okay. head. I, th- no. I, I thought I thought you were ta- I thought you were talking about the wrestler turned actor. No, she's okay. um a prophetess, apostle, whatever. No, that's and, not nearly as interesting as the wrestler. No, but she oh. um, every time she does the uh, every time she reads scripture, she has to insert a hallelujah. She can't get oh, through scripture. That sounds like, yeah, that sounds yeah, like yeah. our beloved cat, Kerr. Yeah, we we oh, we, we, talk, we talked about we talked about that last cotton week. Cotton candy we? cat. But mm. you guys need to check her out. Her and um, mm. Princess Ebola. <laughs> Well, I just love. You know, I've been I've been given the Amy shit all week because I'm like, hey, I would have you guys back on the show, but I don't want to hear you bitch about how tired you are again. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, near the end there, you could tell one of the Amys was just starting to be like, I'm not supposed to be up this late. <laughs> oh man, uh, you know, but like we like we like like I was fond of reminding them they did they did that to themselves. Another. They they did. They invited themselves. They they bugged me to come on. So I'm like, okay. You don't you don't you don't bug us to come on and then and skip out halfway through. That's not well, that's yeah, the funny on, thing yeah. is, I mean, is like a lot of people like, hey, can we come on the show? I'm like, do you know what that entails? <laughs> Most of the time, no. They they don't understand that it's a it's a process. It's like death. It's a session that you have to yes. commit yourself to. <laughs> We we hate to ask that you've got to give up Pornhub for the night to join us. <laughs> well, you I need mean, to ask you, more you Australians. Don't, you, don't, you don't really, but yeah, you just, for real. You just just need to mute it, Joe. Just mute it and be fine. I bet you I can get angry Aussie on the show. I was talking with him for a little while. 
I'm sure we could. Most of his stuff nowadays is like drink recipes and stuff, but it's kind of a guy that's probably like, well, I'm stuck at home. I might as well get drunk. <laughs> Are you really telling me that we couldn't adapt one episode to drink culture? Really? Please. Bottling Please. <laughs> oh, the grape. Come on, it's just vocalizing what you're already doing. Let's face it. Well, this is true. Yeah, I'll have to bring a bottle of Thunderbird. <laughs> and today, oh. tonight's drink recipe, you open the bottle and pour it in the glass. Yeah. <laughs> Jack and Coke. Oh, no. But now, now I'm if remembering really that. Outside, I'm remembering that. Cube in. Man, yeah, that's what James Mason did in a Thunderbird commercial back in the 60s. <laughs> I saw somebody somebody made a Thunderbird reduction sauce that you could... Or, <laughs> or no, it was Mad Dog. It was Mad Dog that they made the reduction. No. So you, you had this blue goo that they put onto their sandwich. And I'm just like, that looks fucking terrible, man. That's like saying I made a jelly out of some Boone's Farm. It just... <laughs> My it parents. depends on the flavor. Which flavor of Boone's Farm? Oh, come on. It's got to be Strawberry Hill. Hill. Strawberry Hill. Sorry, Terrence. Go ahead, man. That's all right. My, my parents had a can of, the, what was it, Red Dog or whatever it was, sitting in their fridge for like 15 years. I have no idea how bad that would have been. I don't think anyone ever actually drank it, but it was like... So they bought the worst beer, like Red Dog and Special Export, and like oh, oh, oh no, that's not the best. That's not the worst beer in the world. I'm from Pittsburgh. Hey. I can tell you the worst beer, Iron City. <laughs> Iron City's the worst beer. I think you're going to well, come after Yangling, Youngling there for a order. Yangling, Yangling. It's Y U E N G L I N G. Yangling. And they yeah. also just, make they they also make ice cream. Mm-hmm. The ice you've cream just, is excellent. You've just made me think of a recipe I, I thought I had consigned to the deep, dark, never-remember bits of my brain, which was a fudge sauce that was started. Take sweetened condensed milk and crumble a packet of Tootsie Rolls into it. Heat. I teased Apparently it makes fudgy sauce. I, uh, mm, mm, no. This sounds better than a plonk manche. My poor teeth and blood pressure and blood sugar has just, ugh, in pain. Why would you start with sweetened condensed milk and then put Tootsie Rolls in it? That, that's too much. Tootsie Rolls are already plenty sweet. Just start with some, just start with some, some, some heavy cream. Just put some, don't use Tootsie Rolls. Just put straight cocoa powder in at that point, you know? Yeah. Well, I know there's a, a Brazilian candy called a brigadeiro, I think that's what it is, with sweetened condensed milk, and you boil it, and you roll it into balls. You can do that with milk? Yeah. Google brigadeiro, B-R-I-G-A-D-E-I-R-O. And it's, that's basically, what? it's basically sweetened, condi- like Eagle Fran milk, uh, butter, Unsweetened cocoa, and you roll it into a ball, and you can roll it around and co- like coconut or uh, chocolate sprinkles or something like that. But it's a Brazilian candy, Brazilian confection. Dolce de leche is just sweetened condensed milk that's been cooked until it caramelizes. Basically, yeah, but it's delicious. Yes. <laughs> 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 
And then the name kind of says it because it's Dos de Leche Sweet Milk. Mm-hmm. All I remember is the. Oh, is that what that, that means? <laughs> Did you never watch Guys and Dolls? There's a whole bit about that. No, as far as my musical knowledge goes, no, that's not a. That's not one that I've actually sat through. Good girl gets gets drunk on um, rum and milk, basically. No, I... I, Oh, that's a bad combination. I I, I can't handle Marlon Brando singing and dancing. Frank Sinatra, I can, but Brando... I mean, it's generous to call it singing and dancing. Yeah, it's like Rex Harrison and My Fair Lady. They (laughs) did advertise that movie... They did advertise that movie with Brando Sings. Yeah, Brando. And I think they should have been sued for false advertising. <laughs> did he do his normal like talking through his teeth routine that he did? Well, I'm gonna well, I'm gonna sing like this because well, he, it was, Marlon it was, fucking uh, Brando. No, but at least he was doing that. Compare that to Peter Finch in uh, Lost Horizon in the Lost Horizon musical, where he didn't even move his lips anything. He just walked around and his head was bouncing back and forth, and you heard the lyrics coming out on this on the screen. That's basically how Mnuchin is every day. <laughs> Are you talking Steve Mnuchin? <laughs> yeah. Pretty much he cannot his jaw is basically just wired shut. Yeah, he, he can't he can't open yeah. his mouth. I came late I came late to the live stream party this week. Have we gotten onto the glory that is Steve Bannon being arrested? Oh my no, goodness. Yeah, we got to talk about that. There's we, we, oh, okay. on his yacht by the USPS. On the How did you get arrested by the post office? Because they're fraud. the only ones to do it. Because it's mail fraud. Because it's yeah. wire fraud. Mm-hmm. The post office has jurisdiction on that. Yeah, that's the. I think no, one of the best parts about it is it wasn't, it wasn't even his boat. They got a mail truck on the boat. But that was nice. It was so nice to see him. It was so nice to see him. And then, of course, when they came out of the courtroom, the asshole had to take the mask off. Of course he did. If I'm going down, you're going down with me. Oh, and he only had to pay $5 million. He had only had to put up, was that $5 million in bail? Mm-hmm. Yeah, let me just get that out of my other, other pocket over here. Let me just get that out of the Let's wallet here. I'm reaching to you. No, he... No, he just simply said, oh, wait a second, I'll just sign over my next five uh, residual checks from Seinfeld. Because that's where that's where a Bannon got Bannon got his money from Seinfeld syndication. Which Bannon's network? Oh, how, well, how does that, how did, what did he have to do with the show? He, he negotiated the syndication package. Oh, for fuck's sake. Yep, he and had, okay. he's good for millions upon Yeah, he has like 10% he has ten percent of the Seinfeld syndication. It's just like you know, like out of, for example, like Star Trek. Initially, okay. there were four partners in Star Trek: Shatner, mm-hmm. Roddenberry, Lucille Ball, and NBC. And each of them would get twenty-five percent overall. And Lucille Ball gave up hers. NBC gave up theirs. So it's ironic that now CBS gets that twenty-five percent that NBC used to have. Roddenberry split in half, and Shatner's is split like in a couple parts. But he's anything involved with Star Trek, even the new movies, even the next generation movies, anything dealing with Star Trek, Shatner still gets a cut. 
See, and that's the real fucked up thing about Star Trek too, is that TV shows are all done on the, the certain network, mm-hmm. but movies have to be done by Paramount. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, it's and it's up. very ironic <laughs> because Roddenberry first went to CBS and CBS said, we got one we like better. It's called Lost in Space. And then for years, there was supposedly some kind of lawsuit going between Roddenberry and Irwin Allen because Roddenberry said that CBS had a tape recorder going and he played and Roddenberry was talking about how you could produce a weekly science fiction series. And <laughs> Irwin Allen got a hold of it. No, they were in litigation for years. Mm-hmm. I don't remember how that one ended, though. I think it, I think it mostly fizzled out, didn't it? Yeah, it fizzled out because they yeah. both but both passed away. But there was another lawsuit that Irwin had with Lost. Yeah, the lawsuit Space. stopped because somebody died. Yeah, yeah. Well, there was another one where Eve Melchior pitched a C, pitched a CBS, he pitched a show called Space Family Robinson, and he had sued Irwin Allen, and it went on for like about twenty five years. Mm-hmm. And Another one is like Bob Clampett, who did Beating Cecil. He pitched a show to CBS called The Monster Family. And Which became, the, the, became monsters. the Monsters. And Bob Clampett and CBS and Universal. You no, know, Bob Clampett was years. over that. No, he never got over it. He never got over it. He sued. I bet you, um, God, what's his name from the Beverly Hillbillies? Is, uh, Main character that played Jed Jed Clampett, and he uh, he was the Buddy Hackett, the one that was Buddy going Ebsen. to be the, Buddy Ebsen. Buddy, Buddy Ebsen that was going to be the original Tin Man. I bet you yeah. he's still pissed that he lost out on that role. <laughs> he was supposed to be the original Tin Man. Yes, yeah. and he almost yeah, he died. Had, he got yeah, fucking because he poisoned. Had a really bad yeah. reaction to the makeup. It yeah. nearly killed him. The dust got in his lungs and almost killed him. Yep, he had to be under an oxygen tent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go to the library and get a book on uh, the production of the Wizard of Oz. It's a, f- a fucking it's amazing that they got off the land. Yeah, the I ground. own a book. <laughs> I actually own a book on that, and it, because it's one of my favorite movies of all time. Strangely enough, and that poor and, munchkin. Uh, oh, that's not, <laughs> that, that's Paradolia again. <laughs> Does the book explain why it has an emu in the background in one of those scenes? Not the one they, that I don't have, recall. I don't they, recall that they had one. <laughs> so well there's that there's well, that idea that in, <laughs> there's that idea that in the scene where they meet the tin man you can see one of the munchkins hanged himself in the background that's the theory and it's mm. not there's an emu walking through the background and at one point its silhouette looks vaguely yeah. like someone hanging from a tree but it's like why is there an emu in the background of all the things to have in the background why an emu they had him they paid for the day they're gonna use him <laughs> and no, that, emu, and that emu was trying to get his fucking sag after yeah look i still yeah. remember when people would say that you would sync up pink floyd's dark side of the moon oh yes i've seen it i, I did that and then right when brain damage starts that's when the, that's when uh, the scarecrow is dancing I did it a couple times. Conversation though, like someone is starting the that whole rumor about the hanged person. They're like, no, 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 it's not someone being hanged. It's just an emu. Like, how is that the more logical explanation? Yeah, it makes no sense that you have a giant bird randomly in the film when there's no other giant birds. Living in Australia, that's not actually that weird. 
But for America, yes. <laughs> it's a yeah. bird. It's a bird. Yeah, they don't my, that's kind of why they did it. Here. My my favorite meme with uh, Wizard of Oz is because like, they're following the yellow brick road, but they're in Munchkin Land. Someone goes, "Where the fuck does the red brick road go?" Because there's they have that made make that little yeah, swirl yes. that's in the town yes, that has the red and the the yellow bricks. And someone's like, "Where the fuck does that one go?" It goes to hell. Well, I mean, if you've read any of the the Wizard of Oz books, it probably goes to wait. Let's see, the Witch's Castle was in Winky Land. Yes, it goes a, to the other witch's castle, I think. From the like Wicked Witch of the East. Yeah. Yeah. Her I've I've read a couple of the books, but they're man, they've they're old. <laughs> they mistreated yeah. Judy Garland so badly on that set too. Oh, please, they taped her up. Yeah. And they made her smoke a whole bunch of cigarettes as well. Yeah. Well, yeah. oh, I mean, how else is she gonna hit that low note underneath uh somewhere under the rainbow? And they also no, started. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, oh my god! I mean, look, they just gave her not long enough. Gave, no, but back in the, I mean, she and Mickey Rooney. I mean, they just gave puppy uppers and downy downers all the time. They Even starved her as well. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, in a lot of cases with Judy Garland, it was to try and keep her weight down because they were so ridiculous about it's like oh, the same yeah. thing that happened with karen carpenter her mother kept getting, yeah her mother kept getting on her butt about you're so fat you're so fat oh i miss karen i'll see if the director of visit of oz had some nazi sympathies or something like that but i don't know if that's true i i mean it wouldn't surprise me well you've got to remember like before world war ii Mussolini was really, really revered by the American press. In fact, like Fortune magazine from Time, they made him as they made a man of the year multiple years during the 20s and 30s. And there was a very strong boom movement. And if you see the movie, there, I think there's a movie that was just released about the um, Nazi rally. In New York City and Madison Square Garden, if you mm-hmm. take a look at that, it scares the crap out of you because yeah, that's yeah. like about where 40% of the country was before Pearl Harbor was bombed. And Lindbergh was very, very popular. In he was a Nazi sympathizer too. Yeah, <laughs> yes. he was. Along with, along with King Edward, Edward VII, he was also a Nazi sympathizer, which is why Churchill made sure that he was out of the country and he was in like Bermuda as a governor general. Yeah. Now, there Victor were, Fleming, I, I have the article. Of of, I have the article here about Victor Fleming. Uh, he was pro-Nazi mainly because he hated the British. A lot of Irish were. <laughs> that, I mean, that makes sense. Right? <laughs> a lot go. of Irish were. Oh, yeah, and he well, directed Gone with the Wind, too. Okay. Yes, yeah. I was about to say that. Don't forget mm-hmm. he directed Gone with the Wind, yep. too. And, and that was very sympathetic to the South. So. I'm sorry, yeah. Celia, you cut out there. What would you say? I was going to say, friend of my... What, 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 what was that? How, how does it go? Friend of my friend is my enemy or something like that? I'm sorry, I got all jumbled. <laughs> no, no, that's... that. <laughs> oh, look. The the enemy the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Yes, thank you, Kyle. <laughs> no, my yeah. my favorite is from the uh, the seven highly effective habits of space pirates by Howard Taylor, where he says, uh, "The enemy, my enemy, is my enemy's enemy. No more, no less." 
you know, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> which I've taken that to heart because just because you and somebody else hate the same person doesn't mean you have to be on their side. They could still be a shitty human being and there's no yeah. reason to be cool with them. You know, it's like yeah, when but- somebody in the atheist community steps out of line and they're a real shit bag and everybody starts dogpiling on them. You sometimes get the people that are like, Hey, cool, man. I didn't know you were against this guy too. You want to do a show with me? Nope. Fuck you. You're bad too. if you're using that as the basis for why you get along with someone that's a person to look out for right we hate the same things let's be friends i can't remember where it comes from but someone did a thing that it's like the enemy of my enemy my enemy is so tasteless as to have me as an enemy i i can't respect anybody that they hate (laughs) <laughs> that sounds like that sounds like a Marx Brothers thing. That really does. I was going to say Rodney Dangerfield, but <laughs> oh man, you're bringing it does up the sound time. like Rodney Dangerfield. No respect. Well, Again, I mean, of course, it, it does sound like Rodney Dangerfield because Dangerfield didn't have very much original material. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh, I had no respect at all when I was a little kid. Nobody wanted to play with me, so I played with myself. And then that one movie he did still throws me off. Why on earth did they make a whole animated movie about Rodney Dangerfield? Rover Dangerfield. Because yes, why his, did they do that? Because he had one extra film in his, in, his in, his, in his contract that had never been done. It's just the same shtick like with the Beatles. They had three contracts. They were contracted to do three films with United Artists. And what happened was the third film became Yellow Submarine. Except that that one didn't end up counting because they didn't do their voices, so they had to do Let It Be. No, they did do their voices in Yellow Submarine. No, they didn't. Not the main ones, only a little bit at the end. The, oh, the actual main the, voices. But they counted the that. Film. Yeah, but yeah. they counted that. But they because still had to do um, They still had to do Let It Be through United Artists. They didn't originally want to do that. Yeah. I'll, I'll bow to Bicycle Legs. He knows more about the Beatles than I ever will. So no, I, yeah. thought, I thought that was the because they did do they did do the the Magical Mystery Tour. Well, Magical that was Mystery the Tour was only a TV okay. film, though. Oh right, it wasn't, yeah, a, that one wasn't a theatrical count, release yeah, originally. That's right. That's right. That one was weird. Oh but yeah, though, I like it. I, I know I a lot of people I, pour I shit it, on it, but, it, but I think it's a lot of fun. <laughs> and it is very and, weird, and it's very drug induced. But I think it's kind of fun. But for people that want to see uh, weird and drug induced, watch uh, Fantastic Planet. <laughs> yeah. Or oh, Blues yeah. Brothers. Or what? Blues Brothers? Blues Brothers was a cocaine um, mad trip. I fucking love it. It made Blues no sense because everyone was high. You know how many times I listened to that album as a kid, the live album with the Blues Brothers? Fucking loved it. The when they start when they get into rubber biscuit, I'm fucking there. Oh yeah, that's my favorite album. <laughs> I like when I, I was think, in middle school as well. But that think, movie, that film was ridiculous. We're on a mission from God. The, I think the most drug fueled film I've ever seen is Sgt. Pepper's Only Hearts Club Band. Oh, oh. Oh, that's awful, that film. Oh, oh man. Just, uh, I, Bob says not heavy a metal. Sober person, not a sober person on screen in that in that film. <laughs> yeah, and heavy the, metal is was a great animated movie. Yeah, they had the underrated. <laughs> the one thing I don't get about heavy metal, the film though, is what on earth is Devo's working in a coal mine doing in that film? 
Everyone was high. Nothing. What else sense. is Devo going to do? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can't. But why in a heavy metal what? film? I mean, I love that song and I'm a huge Devo what fan. Other but what other kind of doing in a heavy metal film? Why is Journey's open arms in that movie? I mean, <laughs> nothing makes sense. When you're because high. they paid for it, they were yeah. going to use it. <laughs> the only thing that makes sense around here is that nothing makes sense. <laughs> Yeah, everybody seems to think like there there's this whole thing where like if you get really high or really drunk and make a movie, it's gonna be like hilarious or something. And so many of them just turn out to be terrible. Look, it's back in the set back in Yeah, the, the Corsican brothers. The Corsican brothers. Yes. Um <laughs> nice dreams. Also a movie. Also Oh um, my god, nice the, dreams the, has no plot. Has the, no the, fucking plot to the it. Groove tube. If you think that if you think do you think you haven't seen a drug-induced a movie that's completely written by folks that were just snorting lines of coke off the table and into the men's room all the way? The Bruce hey, Tomb. Hey, hey, yo, what about Phoenix the Cat? Oh, Fritz the Cat. Yeah. Fritz, Fritz the Cat. Fritz the Cat, yeah, that cat was, was crazy. <laughs> hey, here's my favorite line from, uh, yeah, from he- Heavy crumb. Metal. I think this is the right line. It's when, yeah, John Candy was talking. Yeah. No hair. Mmm. Big. There was no way I was going to walk around this place with my dork hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> That's when John Candy is transported to the fantasy world and he's no longer the schlubby kid he thought he was. And he was a the Arnold Schwarzenegger looking guy, the fucking hugely ripped. The British comedian Bill Bailey's got a great thing about drugs. And he says, you know, everyone when they try and talk about something being creative, say it's like something or other on acid. And he's like, no, when you're on acid, it's not interesting. <laughs> something on acid would be somebody sitting there with a patent plate going, that's interesting, and that bit's interesting, and that bit's interesting, and that bit's really interesting, and that bit's interesting for hours. <laughs> that sounds about right. Yeah. Then he does a bit about talking about being at Glastonbury where somebody had dug a tunnel underneath the fence to smuggle people in without paying, and the entrance on the inside was inside a tent. He said he just watched someone on acid trip watching all these people come out of this little tent going, I know the room here on the inside, but that's crazy, man. <laughs> <sighs> let's see. What are we at right here? We're at uh, 55 minutes, so let's go ahead and devote some time to some Q&A if anybody has any cues they want A's to. Let's, let's, let's try Sorry, to wrap I was up just, that. I was just enjoying Joe <laughs> drinking from his invisible bottle. <laughs> it was an invisible bottle. Oh, it's a soda stream because you're a man that likes seltzer, just like... Oh, except Kyle. Kyle, we found out this week that Kyle's the the fucking redheaded stepchild of the show because yeah. Felicia and I are talking about where to go get LaCroix or LaCroix or whoever the fuck says it that way um, for like cheap prices. And Kyle's like, I fucking hate seltzer. <laughs> I mean, I can't blame him. And we're both like, no, no, you're awful. wrong. You're wrong, Kyle. <laughs> you're not, oh, not, I, I as totally stand, not as a standalone beverage. It's a mixer. I mean, if you it have, is, it will always just be a mixer. If you take out the carbonated water, it's totally fine. <laughs> but once you put the bubbles in it, it just has a horrible taste to go with it. Oh, come on! Have I you like tried the coconut one yet? I love the coconut one. Yeah, the coconut one's best. I may have drink a sparkling water now, so I guess that makes me a hypocrite. Okay, so somebody didn't ask a question, but they were talking about. Um, Mark Mothersbaugh of Devo. Uh, it goes way beyond him doing the music for Rugrats. <laughs> he 
He's done so many scores. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's done most of um, Wes Anderson's films for a start. Mm-hmm. And, but it, it was kind of interesting when you saw his name first pop up, like in a cartoon series like that, where you're like, wait, soundtrack's done by the guy from Devo? What the fuck, man? Yeah, well, I, can... I mean, also Danny Elfman, you know? I mean, yeah. he was in yeah, Wingo, 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 yeah. So many. Love both those bands. They're so good. Like when I tell I tell the kids that uh, when the Simpsons comes on, I'm like that song was written by uh, Jack the, Jack the Pumpkin King. They're like, "What? What are you talking about, Dad?" I'm like, "Okay, well, it's a singing voice, not his actual speaking voice, but you know, you know what I mean." <laughs> uh, what was I going to say? Shit, we were talking about uh, Danny uh, Mark Mothersbaugh, and I was going to bring up yeah. somebody else too. Um, shit, I was, it wasn't going to be Junkie XL, but oh, Mark Mothersbaugh was on um, Yo Gabba Gabba. If you ever watched that show, you've oh, got yes. to be kidding yeah, me. He, he used, was. Yeah, he popped he up in there, a little drawing, segment. drawing with Mark, and he yeah. would. He had this fake little stupid mustache that he grease painted on, mm-hmm. and he was yeah. just drawing stuff for the kids. And because he is a visual artist as well, I mean that's what he studied at Kent State University. Kent State, yeah, because his his short film that he came out with, with where it was the beginning of Devo, uh, Q. Are we not men? A we are Devo. Yeah, the, the film, no, the is truth called, about evolution. Um, the truth about the evolution. Yeah. Yep. Which is actually my favorite version of uh, Secret Agent Man. Oh, it's a great version. Yeah. Which he had his dad <laughs> playing one of the instruments. General like, Boy. <laughs> General no, uh, General Boy is is Mark and Bob Mothersbaugh's dad. And I thought they had him as uh, playing the drums in one of those before they. No, actually that's had their a... bro- that's their other brother Jim. Oh, okay. See, I miss. People are gonna be like, what "The fuck are you guys talking about?" Ben? I'm sorry, I'm, I'm the I'm, biggest I'm, Devo nerd. Me. I fucking well, actually, love no, Devo. Look, I'm the <laughs> second like biggest Devo corrected. nerd. <laughs> I love but. Devo so much. <laughs> oh, look, I still remember when they just started, and they were in Ak- They were just coming out of Akron, Ohio, and they started doing tours in the in Ohio and West Virginia and Pennsylvania. And they were coming out with the flower pots on their head. They didn't come out with the plastic. They came out with re. The clay flower pots on their head originally. Yeah, the power domes. Mm -hmm. I've got two energy domes. uh, I actually own two of them: a red one and a blue one. (laughs) That still remains the only song I've ever sang at karaoke was "Whip It." That's the only song I've ever I've done. I did it once, and I had way too many ladies catcalling me and it embarrassed the shit out of me. And so I'm like, (laughs) okay, nope, I'm done. Can't do this anymore. And then I go into podcasting and. Paste my face all over the fucking world. <laughs> I used to work in a pub that did karaoke, and you'd every week we'd have some guy or other who basically got bullied into doing karaoke by his mates. So he would pick the most manly macho song he could find, which was "Bad Out of Hell," forgetting it has a three-minute introduction. So for three minutes, this schmuck who did not want to be doing this would be standing on stage, getting more and more embarrassed and more and more nervous as we laughed at him. <laughs> you know, like my cool. church made us do karaoke and I sang um, Feed Me by Little Shop Horrors and completely <laughs> nailed it. And of course, everyone was pretty much horrified by the lyrics. So I'm like, that's what you get for making me do this. <laughs> Look, I, I still remember they challenged me to karaoke and I did Wild Thing as Richard Nixon. Wild Thing. Who make my heart sing? You will make everything. You've got blood. millions of views on YouTube if you uploaded it. Oh, wild thing. <laughs> wild thing. I think I love you. Brought to you by Charleston Chew. I can know for sure. Come on in. 
Oh, let me type. Oh. <laughs> That's why the I president. loved I love that the president on Futurama was Nixon, the severed head of Nixon, being carried around by the body of uh, Agnew. Headless Agnew. Body of Agnew. Yeah. <laughs> I've actually done Wild Thing playing a lute and singing this Wild Thinger, Thou Makest Mine Heart Singer, Thou Makest Everything Groovely. <laughs> and when you did the bardcore before you, it was even cool. Someone says, By about two decades. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, Hellbound Hillbilly says, when the bars are open and relatively safe, I DJ a goth industrial show where from time to time I throw in Head Like a Hole by Devo. They did a rendition of Head Like a Hole? They did a kick-ass version of Head oh. Like a Hole. It's on the um, Super Cop soundtrack. The fuck was Super Cop? Was that the it one was with Jackie, Jackie Chan? Chan movie. Yeah. yeah. I don't think I ever watched that one. Really? Uh, and then- oh, it was a fantastic movie. Well, I mean, it's a Jackie yeah. Chan movie. I, mean, I hear Jackie he punches Chan the guy. Movie, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, they do a fantastic version of that song in a, on, on the soundtrack for that. I I watched every, like, Jackie Chan movie before he became Hollywood famous. Mm-hmm. And so, like, when it became Hollywood shit, I'm like, oh, this is the same plot as, like, Drunken Master. I mean, I don't want to watch yeah. this. <laughs> My dad loved those you don't watch shop, them for the plot. No, no. Dad just it's basically those the Shaw Brothers thing. movies. My my favorite was when he was making movies in China, like doing like on set location filming, like in Brooklyn, like uh, Rumble in the Bronx. You mm-hmm. know, oh, that was a good flick. Hey, I still remember the Kung Fu movie that the Shaw Brothers did with Peter Cushing. It was a Kung Fu vampire movie. And was he wearing Peter- slippers on that one too? No, Peter Peter Cushing was. <laughs> I'm pretty sure those are almost as ridiculous as them scraping a bomb off the bottom of a car by flipping it in the air in the transporter oh. series. When I, was that the first transporter? I think that's what was the first one, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. The bomb on the bottom of the car with the crane, I think, was the second one, but I'm not sure. Because that was a VW Phaeton at the time, and I'm like, I was just drooling over that car because that's a that's a W12 fucking engine. That thing is badass. I love that car, but it was just um. When I saw that, I just looked at my friends in the theater. I'm like, nope, I'm fucking done, guys. Like, I'm just going to sit here and enjoy my popcorn, but this is not a serious movie. We, nope, <laughs> can't watch this at all, thinking it's like realistic. <laughs> the suspension of disbelief is absolutely gone at this point, gentlemen. I'm, I'm just here for the popcorn. Oh, where they had the grease fight, if I remember. And then he had like he put the bicycle clips on his feet, and so that he was, was the first one. That was, was that the first one. That was yeah. that was a little bit more believable, but it was still fun to watch them slip and fall ass on the fucking the greased floor. <laughs> oh, I haven't seen a Jason Statham movie in a long time. I think uh, Cranked was the last. Oh yeah, Cranked. The last one I saw. And I heard that then they come out with a sequel to that one too. I don't fucking know. <laughs> one way to find out. I don't know. But I, he he really hasn't done anything worthwhile since he since last time I worked with really with Guy Ritchie. Look, you had look, if you were stuck doing in the name of the king with Burt Reynolds and another star <laughs> cast from Uwe Bowl, you had nowhere to oh, go. No, Uwe Bowl. And Uwe Bowl is still. Making movies, making mm-hmm. making shit movies that are a make movies with the <laughs> for the tax deduction. They're all for the yeah, tax deduction. It really is. 
Uh, let's see. We had a question from out there in the audience, and this is probably going to be one of the last things we do before we we cut loose on you guys here. Uh, um, Lucian Corvinius, son of Hecate, says, Hey, X, I have a question for you. Does the carpet match the drapes? If you mean bald, then yes. <laughs> I'm not ashamed of it. <laughs> I look like a prepubescent boy. <laughs> I mean, I'm offended he didn't ask me. <laughs> Yeah, you've got a part that hangs down past your balls. <laughs> I you you break out the, the 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 flattening iron to get them straight so it Karen's down to the sides. It was a movie. Well, yeah, I can't you've got to do that. But you got to do that before you braid it. And there was a movie that had that joke. Like um, <laughs> I can't remember if it was like scary movie or something. And they had like the beauty contestants, and like her armpits were braided, her hair on top of her head was braided, her pubes were braided with little beads on it. And I can't remember what movie it was. It's any Felterberg movie. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The only people that I've seen that can do that kind of like spoofy comedy really well are like the Zucker Zucker family. I think the Farrelly brothers could get away with it too. Remember, um. There's something about Mary and the and mm-hmm. the dippity doo. Yeah, they could do. Yeah, they but that wasn't a it. that wasn't like a rip on another like famous movie that was out at the time. Well, that's what I'm trying to talk about. Is like oh, or the ones that are like uh, the ones where it's just joke after joke after joke after joke to the point where you get really tired of like laughing at things. And I think the last one that was for me was a uh, basketball. Like <laughs> that's a stupid. It's a it's fucking stupid, stupid movie. But, but I love Ernie. There's so many jokes that just come at you. And a lot of them are like, if you don't think about it at the time, you don't catch it. But like the, there's the part where uh, the, the evil manager guy is talking to the guys in the, the locker room. And he's like, well, I could probably strike a deal for you if, and he goes, if, and he twists around and you just see like a fleshy thing fly at the other guy. It's just meant to be like he had a fucking hose for a dick. And so it, he spun around so fast, he almost hit him in the face with his cock. It was so funny. Oh, hey, I just did some check here. Now, there, there's a crank two and it's called crank high voltage with Jason Statham and crank three is in production. Mm-hmm. Electric boogaloo. oh no it's the search for curly's gold that's what that one is no yes (laughs) don't watch city slickers too (laughs) oh that was a terrible movie (laughs) it was a fine enough movie for the first one but then they decide to make a sequel and just like fucking why what (laughs) come on guys because they paid for it they were gonna use it it's that it could be a pay or play contract Hey, I saw. No, uh, it could be a pay or pay contract like, uh, Mm -hmm. what was that? Fatal Instinct 2? Fatal Attraction 2. There was, there was a, there's a period of time where almost every movie that was, that was signed had a, a sequel. Yep. Already signed into it. They had to do it. Is that why there are so many crap sequels? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Cinderella 2, garbage movie. Don't watch Cinderella 2, but Cinderella 3 was actually pretty good. <laughs> the animated one? Yeah. No, that's a guilty pleasure. I like the I actually like I actually like Cinderella 2, but only because the ugly stepsister managed to buy it like a man. But oh the my art goodness, is so bad. It's like, yeah, like 12 frames one. a second. I hate, so... 
Because it was supposed to be a TV pilot, actually. It was yeah. supposed to be a TV show. Well, guys, so that's why that. it looks so bad. That explains things. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, few of them work for me. Uh, he's uh, sorry. She said that uh, Disney's uh, sequels usually are not very good. Right. They never are. Right. They, they primarily <laughs> exist to retain characters, retain IP rights, and yeah, to retain to retain the IP. Well, and to squeeze money out of kids who just don't know what a bad movie is. Well, I mean, a oh, little, no. a little oh. bit, but they never, those like direct to direct to video releases, they were never, right. they never brought in a lot of money. I, I tell mean, that's, you that's one reason, thing. that's one reason that they made them so cheaply. I, I will defend uh, the Christmas special for uh, Beauty and the Beast only because Tim Curry is in it, so. <laughs> oh, the Lion King two has spawned so many furries. Let's see what else did we? Anything have that came out during the, when the Avatar came out had no reason to be as bad as it was. <laughs> really, Avatar was awesome. So clearly, I, they were capable. I loved Avatar. I hated Titanic. So what does that say about me? <laughs> Says you're a rational human being. In Titanic, yeah. Titanic was god awful. To never see that movie in its entirety. I'm sorry, but when you're, it comes to the Titanic, missing, you're not missing anything. When it comes to the Titanic, watch the Time Tunnel pilot, the original one with James Darren, where they actually spent almost two million dollars on the pilot with Michael Rennie as the, as the captain. I thought it was, I that still I prefer that to that that dread that was. <laughs> I was going to say my, my wife loved that movie, so that meant I've seen it several times. And it's just funny, like it was one of those cultural touchstones for a little while there where every guy that went to go see the movie, and I, I'm generalizing here, just remind you that this is just a generalization. Every guy's like, dude, they hit the propeller, right? And they're like, yeah, yeah, the fucking guy that hit the propeller, they fell off the ship and he was like twisting and flipping on the way down. <laughs> just, just, just have more fun with the Poseidon adventure. Isn't that the one where the boat flips upside down? Yep. Is that what yep. it is? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Poseidon yeah. one and and two and the and the remake. No, yeah. no, don't no, not beyond the Poseidon adventure where they go back in the boat. Please. Oh yes, yes, yes. No, 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 that 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 was oh that that's why we gave Irwin Allen the lifetime Brazzy achievement. That that's called squeezing that the, the last buck. Squeezing the last buck out. <laughs> Uh, let's see. They, what was I going to say? So you you guys know how like Hollywood tends to make movies that are somewhat related like in like somebody comes out with this movie and another person comes out with a movie that's kind of like it at the same time yeah you mean you like remember? ants and dreamworks mm-hmm. yeah so how about um how about deep star six versus the abyss oh yeah <laughs> there you go yeah so well, that's a you could you could learn a lot from somebody about which one they choose there yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I gotta go with the abyss i've now i've always i've always had theories about that about this and my my general running theory is it's it's a competition between these between these two studios and they or get together they get together they get together in a boardroom and they have a giant hat with a bunch of a bunch of film topics in them a bunch of a bunch of basic plot lines and they, they draw <laughs> one out of the hat it's like okay now you're making an asteroid movie okay 
people in an underwater swing. base and but it's an alien. They pull it out. It's like, okay, now here you go. <laughs> now you got your, yeah. your leading, your leading actors. Everybody draw names. Mm-hmm. Like, ah, oh, fuck. Yeah. I got Elijah Wood. Woo. What'd you get? Fucking Ben Affleck. God, What'd you get? I got Mar- Miguel Ferrer. <laughs> oh, yeah. or you can go back, not with two, but with three, like Weird Science, Young Genius, yeah. and My Science Project. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about all the bad alien copies? Oh, wasn't the God. My Science oh. Project, wasn't that the uh, the Manhattan Project? Oh, no, the no. one where the kid makes the bomb? No, that's called the Manhattan Project. My Science mm-hmm. Project was this was just like another ripoff of Weird Science. Yeah, it was. Or is that the one where like it... Val Kilmer. <sighs> I'm going to look this up because I'm trying to remember this one. No, the Val Kilmer movie was Real Genius. Real Genius. No, no, the other, I'm trying... My, I, I, they were all... Yeah, this is the one where they, they, they had the, the, same thing. the yeah. device that mm-hmm. blows up like in the gymnasium and it post-apocalyptic mutants and the Vietnam War soldiers and yeah, I remember this now. Yeah. 13% on Rotten Tomatoes. Good fucking movie right there. Let me... <laughs> good for one watch when you've been drinking. No. The only thing one... I liked about Weird Science was the fact that Oingo Boingo did the titular song. Yeah. But my science project was so bad that it was rejected by MST3K. Mm-hmm. Don't forget. Oh, wow. Yeah, because you can't. You, you, yeah, certain movies, movies you can't some riff, You just you, know? you yeah. can't you can't make better. Plus, you actually have to. They have to watch it like five times. Yeah, just to just to get the jokes down, and then they have to watch it again. Uh, and if the movie's that bad, you can't sit through it that many times. Yeah, because <laughs> I got to I got to talk to Frank Connor mm-hmm. when he when he did his cartoon dumb. You show, mean TV's Frank? Him, yeah, <laughs> and I asked him. What movies was rejected? He said number one on his list was My Science Project, and number two was Star Trek Five because it was so bad that, that they couldn't top it. They could, they nobody could come up with any jokes. Was that it the was. Shatner directed one? Yep. That's yeah, the yeah, one yeah. with the whales, isn't it? No, no, that's no, two. That's four. That's five. Yeah, yeah. Five, five yeah. is the one you probably didn't see because it was so bad. But the first yeah. one has the ten-minute-long spaceship porn yeah. shot along mm-hmm. with the major thing. The second one is uh, Wrath of Khan. Khan Third yeah. is Search yeah. for Spock. Fourth uh-huh. is Fourth Boy the Voyage Home. Boy, the Voyage that's home. the one the, with the yeah. wilds. And then you and have five, which is the undis- not undiscovered country. It was the um, it's yeah, the one remember. where they found God. The you know, the oh yeah, I didn't see that one. I and stopped then, at four. Yeah. Six is it my has- favorite with Christopher Plummer playing a, a Klingon yeah. that said, "Fuck you, I'm not putting on that makeup." <laughs> there was yeah, but there was one movie that MSK. That of the folks at MST3K wanted to get and could never get because they were blocked from it. The number one on their list was Irwin Allen's The Swarm, the director's cut. Mm-hmm. I thought if they covered Mano's Hands of Fate, they would cover anything. Right? No, they, <laughs> no, they, they, there, there's a thing. They, there's um, a lot. They have to get the studio's permission. Mm-hmm. And sometimes written in the contracts and agreements, they've got to get like the director or the producer's permission. Irwin Allen banned them from get from ever dealing with it. His wife Sheila Allen blocked them. Hey, um, <laughs> speaking of terrible Shatner movies, since you guys have seen practically everything, it seems. 
<laughs> oh, wait a second. When it comes to a bad shit. Wait, is that a fucking compliment or is that, you know, I'm, I'm oh, kidding. No, I'm kidding. I, I want to know because I'm, I'm an Esperanto speaker. Has anyone oh, seen yes. Incubus? Yes, I saw Incubus in the 1970s. <laughs> I saw it in 1973 in college. Is it as bad as I've been told? Yes. Yes. Yeah, not only, not only. It's like it's like sort of like an Outer Limits episode because it's directed by Leslie Stevens and the crew, the film crew that did the Outer Limits TV show. Yeah, but, but they forgot yeah, what they were doing halfway through. Not only, that, <laughs> not only that, if you have Esperanto speakers or if you've had any experience with Esperanto, the Esperanto that those folks were saying is nothing like Esperanto. <laughs> no, no. That's what I've been told. It was, it was not close. It wasn't that's, close. That's the real <laughs> fucked up thing about like knowing a second language or learning yeah. a second language, like from somebody that's a native speaker, is that when you hear actors try out the lines, yeah, it's like any movie that I see where like someone's speaking Japanese, I'm like, ooh, no, no, that's that's not how you say that at all. I'm a white guy yeah. from Utah, and I know when, better than that. Or watching when, subtitled anime and being like, nah, that is not yeah. what they said right there. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. But if you really want a bad, 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 and I'm taking the fourth dimension, bad Shatner movie, it <laughs> is called Impulse, done in 1974, where Bill Shatner is a psyche is a psycho killer, and after every killing, he gets up on like on the top of a car, and it's like, and he's holding his, he's got his hands like down around his small intestine, going, Ugh. it's like he's trying to strain on the toilet bowl. It is that bad. <laughs> it's awful. And then there's a scene in there, scene in Impulse. If you don't see anything else, there's this clip. Where Harold Sakata, who's odd job in the Goldfinger movie, odd job is like Bill Shatner's. He was like Bill Shatner's cellmate, and it's a loom, and it's like a, it's like they had a relation, a relationship in the prison. And Bill Shatner kills, kills him. He, he's like he gets him to go to a car wash, and Harold Sakata is forced to walk through a car wash and get hot waxed to death. Hot waxed yes. to death. Yes, you have to Fuck see the me, clip. Man. You <laughs> have to see the clip to believe it. <sighs> Bill Shatner forces, gets in the car, driving, and then there's this little girl in the back seat who knows and sees what is going on. So I'm gonna tell mommy. No, you won't. I'll hot wax you too. <laughs> Uh, somebody in the chat, and this is the last thing we'll I, say. I know I said this the last thing. We, we need to wrap it up. Uh, Colin S says, "Did MST3K ever get to robot jocks?" There's not a thing wrong with robot jocks at all. I don't think I can't think of anything bad you could say about that wonderful movie about robot gladiator fights solving wars. You're muted. You even said that with a straight face. <laughs> I'm impressed. If they did, it would have been under uh, Rift Tracks. Probably they've, they've been able to they've been able to to do a lot with riff tracks. I'm trying to think. There was a movie I saw with that had Ricky the Steamboat Dragon in it. Yeah, that's a name you haven't heard in a long time. <laughs> oh my god! I found Impulse on YouTube. I'm going to put the link in flat. <laughs> Cough. You've got it. If 
Make sure you're, you've got like a cup of coffee handy when you're watching this. It is that bad. Let me get it here. Yeah, here we go. I'm going to link it into. There's a television um, station in Australia called SBS, which specializes in foreign language content. And back in the 80s, they were playing an Italian ripoff of James Bond movies. And my Polish grandfather started laughing hysterically when the Russian spy started talking. And I said, why are you laughing? He said, because this guy is obviously an Italian actor who doesn't know what he's saying. He's just been coached in the dialogue. I'm like, yes. And he said, and the dialogue is in Polish, stupid bloody Italians can't tell the difference between Russian and Polish speakers. <laughs> oh man i'm off in another hole sorry i'm trying to find this movie and i i it's not coming up with anything but i'm not high i remember watching this movie <laughs> god damn it it's something i'll have to look up later anyway folks we are at that point where we need to let you guys go because we got a show to record still uh thank you all so much for joining us it's been a, a great show um we kind of talked about movies a whole lot but joe's here so what else are we going to talk about so <laughs> Somebody that can actually go toe to toe with Kyle and my uh, movie knowledge, so I, it, it's rare to meet those kind of people. So I'm I'm glad to share the company. So yes, but can I just leave one last thoughting? Yeah, go for it. Mm -hmm. Ricky Steamboat's real name is Richard Henry Blood. Richard, Blood. that's a better wrestling name than Ricky Dragon. That's right. <laughs> Richard Blood sounds like a fucking uh, like vampire hunter name, or like uh, somebody that could be on the next series of uh, Castlevania. <laughs> yeah, Dick Blood. I was going to say yeah, but oh, Dick no. Blood not so much. <laughs> well, I don't know Alucard oh, Pie in the so, series, that's so pretty I'm cool good. With that. Somebody sent me a picture earlier this week and says, like, this guy's ready for the next uh, next Castlevania series. And the dude had cum gutters, just like super fucking shredded physique. And he had like lipstick on. And I'm like, I'm there for it. Like, <laughs> are you guys posting this picture because you think it's funny to laugh at the person wearing lipstick? I mean, like, that person's got a better body than I could ever hope for. What the fuck's wrong with you? <laughs> uh, but it's funny because most people just like, Haha, funny joke. And I'm just like, mildly offended by this <laughs> like I, my my sense of humor is fucking broken like today we we're doing a lemonade stand with the kids and all of the cops came by and i'm just like i'm in weird territory <laughs> <No>. here guys you're white you don't have to worry no that's the thing but like i just felt like I, at that point, I just wanted to be like, they showed up and they wanted some cotton candy because we have a cotton candy machine. And, like, <laughs> and I'm like, hang on, let me just go ahead and get ready for this. And I just go put my clown wig on, put my grease paint on. I'm like, I'm in fucking clown world. What the fuck is going on? Hey, I'm just be shit. glad a Karen didn't call the police on you guys. My wife could be that Karen because I think that's why they showed up. I think she messaged the local dispatch to let the police know that we were having a lemonade stand. But no permits. I'm like, I'm like, you guys aren't here to enforce code, are you? They're like, no, no, no. I'm like, okay, cool. Well, I'm going to go inside. I don't want to be out of here. <laughs> I mean, for the most part, those guys are just doing a fucking job. But at the same time, it's, I don't like the institution of the police. I, 
And if Felicia was here, boy, she would have some words. But anyway, guys, we gotta we gotta run. Uh, it's been good hanging out with everybody. We'll we'll catch you next week with more of this fun stuff. And as soon as I can get my mouse cursor to go over here, I'm gonna put you on the goodbye screen like that. And I'm gonna mute the. Pleasant dreams, everybody. Week.